Warning, the Bear Takedown is a filthy podcast about homosexual bears and chasers. All are welcome, except for coworkers and family members of the host. If I was you, I wouldn't listen. Just saying, it is definitely not safe to listen to that work or while driving with your windows down. However, pants down listening is encouraged. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome into another episode of the Bear Takedown alongside my good friend, Hey, Sugar, how y'all doing? I'm Nick, and uh, we are here to have another fun episode with you and talk about all about that active life today. Oh, I know. Are you big? Nick <laughs> big doesn't know much about that active life. <laughs> Be a big active life. Uh, you Even know, in Spanish, Nick, you know, activo means top, so you don't know what that means. Hey, well, maybe I, uh, <laughs> hey, maybe I got a little COVID weight I got to work off here. Oh. And, you know, the only way I'm going to get out there is that there's hot guys and gals around, you know, who'll be like, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, all right. But uh, today <laughs> we're joined by one of my friends. I'm glad to say, I think, friends. I don't know. And uh, his name is Keith, and uh, he runs an organization called Pride Sports USA. And we'll uh, chat with him about that. Hey, Keith, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. Heard you've been uh, running all over the country still, even with COVID as it begins to open back up, huh? Yeah, things have been rough, but things are definitely opening back up in, in some states, yeah. Yeah. So why don't you? Um, so me and you met at a uh, at a bear event a long time ago. I don't even know how many years ago. Maybe shocker. Five, <laughs> five. I don't. Know. I, how long? I don't. Know. I don't know. It had been at least five years, huh? Um, you know what? It's de- I definitely yeah, like five or six years ago. I think. Uh, what was that? Orlando. Yeah, tidal wave. I remember exactly. Yeah. Uh, we were in the hot tub. We're, uh, we're one of the few people that's freaking in Orlando in a hot tub. So it. Uh, oh makes, my god, the good, memories are coming back to me now. Good, yeah, right? Keith, you was. you left a lasting impression on our little Nikki. Well, here. we were both. We both went by. We both went to the event to, by ourselves. We were both there, knowing no one really. So it was like yeah. a little uh, friend at the. We went to the water park and we had someone to. Friend is in quotation with. marks, just yeah, so everybody friend, yeah. knows. Well, it was new back then. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, anyways, so why don't you, well, mm, let's see. Wait, before he jumps in, I do have to ask this question because we've talked about it on past episodes. How, Keith, how would you rate uh, Tidal Wave on a scale of 1 to 10 and why do you rate it that way? I think these events are, for me which might be terrible, but I'm going to be open and honest because I feel like that's what people want. It depends on who goes, you know, and it depends on on what your type is and, and all that stuff. So, I mean, for the most part, all these bears, bear events have been interesting. I guess interesting is the best <laughs> way that I can put it in a not-too-negative, not-too-positive light. Um, in my heart, I wish I was a big, hairy, furry bear, but, you know, I can't control that. Um, and, you know, these bear events, is a, it's a time for the bears to shine and to feel confident, and I think that stuff is, is great. Um, but it, it's um, interesting, I guess. I just keep <laughs> on going back to that, yeah. to that word. There's, there's definitely been a few... Um, people, you know, and, and Nick is definitely one of those people in mind of that has been accepting and welcoming and friendly um, to somebody like me. And 
and those people have been great. Because um, uh, so just to, wave, yeah, to pull back, like what you're been, just just pull back what you're saying, but you're basically referencing the fact that some bear events, a lot of the guys there are bear for bear, and you don't feel necessarily uh, that you are full bear yet. Yeah, it's it's so. <laughs> I mean. I don't, cause I go to these things by myself. Like a lot of these guys that are a little bit older, definitely, you know, they have their bear groups that they travel with and, and, and whatnot. And, and I get that, you know, as I'm getting older, I'm getting my, you know, core gay friends that, that, that I know I could travel with and plan stuff with and aren't going to be flaky. Cause you know, the gay like, was flaky. So, so <laughs> I, I, uh, so as I get older, like I'm getting, I'm getting there. It's just, you know, it's a thing that doesn't come with maturity. It doesn't come with this or that. It just comes with getting older and having the time. It's time. Right. Um, yeah. So and, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. yeah and if you go by yourself, if you're going by yourself, then really like making a few good connections or whatever really can change. Like if the event's fun or not, and it's not really necessarily like exactly like, depends on what's going on in the event or what the event is offering. It's kind of like if you make some good connections and make it a fun weekend. Right. Yeah. So like for my job now, like I'm definitely an organizer, a planner, an event planner. And I, my heart goes out to these people that plan any events and especially any gay event, <laughs> you know, these gays are opinionated for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Yeah, the the event, you know, they uh, all these events always definitely do a, a good job in planning and making every everything um, as organized as possible. But it comes down to not it's not the uh, event responsibility; it's the people that are there. Right. And if the people the people that are there, you know, I, I for what I do for my job is I you know I bring gays together, and luckily, majorly the people that join what I'm doing. They meet good people. I really try to make this a very open space and very a positive space. You know, sometimes at these bear events, you'll have people that are definitely bear for bear. And I understand, you know, I dream as a bear. I wish I was a bear. I, <laughs> I want to be a bear. Keith, let and me, let me, I, uh, Keith, look, buddy, it's okay. There are <laughs> bears that are into chasers and there are bears that really admire chasers. So like, you don't have to be a bear to be with a bear, buddy. It's okay. I know. I know. And I totally, I totally, I get that. And I thank you. And I thank you for that. Um, I'm just opening up my heart and my dis, uh, body formation, whatever the hell that thing is called. Um, and I know a lot of people, I've talked to people that, that relate to this. And I think it's something that I, I really want to put out there. Um Oh my god, I can't think of the word. Just um, help me out, guys. What's like body, body positivity? Like body positivity? Is that what you're talking about? Um, what was positive, you but just um, like feeling uncomfortable in your own skin. You know, like uh, I really want to be um, six foot tall, and I want to be 250 pounds of like definitely 50 uh, percent uh, muscle and a 50 percent fat, and just a bulky guy. But it's just something that like. You know, some of us don't have control of our genetics. 
So you're talking like body dysmorphia. You have a little bit of that. Body dysmorphia. Thank you so much. Yes. Yes, Exactly. Um, I try to put that in the back of my mind so I forget about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, I think... I mean... Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, I think it's definitely like, I mean, it's definitely a real issue for a lot of people. And I think there's, I mean, yeah. you have to be, you have to learn how to like, you know, still love yourself and be okay. And, but because like, I think a lot of bears would say, oh, I'd love to be not a bear. I'd love to be skinnier. And then a lot of like skinnier chasers, quote unquote, would love to be bulkier or whatever. Like my, yeah. my boyfriend now says it's bulking season. I go, no, it's not. But you have to remember his definition of bulking is like putting on 15 pounds and ours is like eating a buffet and eating 15 pounds in one sitting. So there's a difference. (laughs) It sounds like Keith here is if, you know, not to put a label on you, but it sounds like you're a chaser. You like the bear. So, and I am looking at you on Facebook. I'm going to be honest, Keith. I think you're, you're an attractive man. You got to stop, man. The bears love you. You got to go with it. If that's what you're into, just, just eat it up. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's been definitely, I mean, and again, I'm just, I'm sharing my, you know, maybe, maybe one or two vodka lemonades in honest opinion <laughs> of, I just had an event. So, you know, it was vodka at a bar. Lemonade. We're doing a cornhole tournament. So, um, so and that's my drink. So if you ever see me in town. But you ever put that? Uh, you ever do that sweet tea vodka? Uh, now I have to buy you a drink. God, <laughs> you we know? just met Keith. <laughs> sweet, sweet tea vodka isn't that bad, so I'm definitely a fan of that too. That's Sugar's favorite drink: sweet tea vodka and lemonade. I am from Georgia. So. Ooh, ooh, okay, I like it. I like it. <laughs> hey, one one thing uh, to move on uh, before we get to what you do every day. We'll get there. Don't worry. But before we move on. Uh, you and Sugar actually have something in common other than, uh, I don't know. But you guys were both on singing competitions. Oh, Lord. I don't think we ever talked about this, about Sugar's singing competition. <sighs> His claim to fame that you can't, ever, you can't even find a clip for on the internet. Um, so I don't even know if it really happened. It's not my claim to fame. <laughs> it is an kidding. experience that I went through. And what was that experience? Let's talk about Keith. Oh, Keith, okay. tell us about your... your, your, your what season? Um, what is that called? Uh, reality TV experience. Due to technical difficulties, the audio in the next five minutes of the program will be a little bit rough. Stay tuned, it gets better. Now back to the Bear Takedown. So Keith, you were on, um, what, you were on American Idol. Um, spoiler alert, uh, but what, <laughs> what, what season was that? Well, a long, long time ago, I was on season 13. 13. And they're like at 20 now or something, right? They're like 57. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's when it was on Fox still, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was on Fox then. And who was the judges in that? So so we had Keith Urban. We had J-Lo, of course, a lovely lady, lady J-Lo. And and we had Keith Urban. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Harry Connick Jr., who I thought was Harry Styles. Because we were the first, we were the first city, and everyone's like, the rumor was like, oh my god, we got Harry here, and I'm like, oh my god, freaking Harry Styles, and I was like, wait, Harry, Harry Connick Jr., who's that? I never heard her. (laughs) And so that you auditioned, did you you audition in front of the three judges? Yeah, yeah. So I, so before that, there's like a cattle call with like, um, in so I tried out in Boston. There was the numbers were like roughly like two. Um, so 10,000 tried out at the open call. 
200 made it past that. 100 made it past the next round. 50 made it past that round. And then 24 or 25 of us made it to Hollywood Week from Boston. Wow. So, yeah. So, so then you made it to Hollywood Week. And yeah. you, what, just the first round in Hollywood Week? No, she made it a couple rounds. She got oh, to go yeah. Oh, no, ma'am. She don't get cut on the first day. No, I. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I made it to. Uh, I made it to group round, which is definitely a round that you cannot really prepare for. Like, I was three seventeen-year-old girls. So, Ooh. like, so I, I was in group fifteen out of sixteen of like the solo rounds. So what happens is like you make it through that solo round and then you get sent upstairs and you got to like do more paperwork where you sign your whole life away. And then, (laughs) and then you get thrown, they're like, Oh my God, they're picking like groups for the group round. And what they do is they just send everybody on stage and they're like, okay, good luck. Y'all pick each other. And, and like, I met these, like these girls came up to me and they're like, um, Hey, we want you in our group. Uh, we're, I'm like, okay, well, what song are we singing? And and I was and they we came up with a song. And I'm the the approved because there's like an approved song list of yeah I don't know maybe like 15 songs or something. And I was like, oh, I know that one. We're doing it. Great, I'm in. And then <laughs> like you know midnight comes, and then these 17 year old girls, which. I'm kind of upset with because they're all talking about they've all they've all had like ear plastic surgery while what? I'm like they so like all their ears I guess I it was so weird they all had their <laughs> their their ears were sticking out further <laughs> further than they would like them so then they got this you know they're 17 and they got this plastic surgery and I'm like y'all got daddies while I'm looking for a daddy and, <laughs> like, hey, and can I meet your daddy? <laughs> right, ooh, some of the oof, oh my god! I'm not, I'm not even gonna. We're not even gonna dive into that conversation. But no, they. I'm like literally at that time. I am living out of my car, and hoping that Idol pays for my room to like live. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So like this is like definitely a bigger deal for for me. I felt than the people that have parents that can like afford their life while I'm on my own trying to survive. And, and I, out of that, out of that group round, you know, like middle of the night, they like didn't want to do that song anymore. We picked another song and I absolutely did not hear it before and didn't know it. And it's something we're like, Oh my God, you guys should be able to, you should be able to learn it. You should be able to whatever. But like when those cameras are on and those lights are on, it is, I mean, this is seven or eight years later, and I still, I mean, you could probably tell my voice. I'm, I still <laughs> I still remember it very clearly of like, shit, okay, it's 2 a.m. Um, these girls picked a different song that I don't know, and I can't join another group because it's already too late, and yeah. they've already rehearsed. They planned all this and that, like, uh, and then I'm going to show unloyalty to my group. And it, it's just such a oh, group group night sucks. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, you know, a lot of my friends from Boston got, got cut there as well. 
and it was just one of those nights that we all just like cried together and we're like this sucks yeah. like you know we planned we prepared for months all these different songs and we're just throwing this different song and um yeah so group round that's where i got cut <laughs> so when you when you got cut were you like obviously you were disappointed but were you what what was your like were you appreciated and made it that far or were you like really upset or um, um i mean so you kind of know like when you're a favorite versus not a favorite because at hollywood week they have i don't know 200 contestants they do not have 200 camera crew people around yeah so like you know like when the camera's by you like you know it's not by other people i truly felt like i was a favorite you know i had i had like the the full-time backstory i had like the home interview i had all that that stuff that like all the future winners have right and all, all the favorites and top tens and all that stuff have so I felt that, and then after my solo audition, they sent me through, and and uh, then the camera crew stopped following me. <laughs> You're and like, I'm oh, like, okay. I'm like, oh, great, yeah, group round. I'm definitely not making it. <laughs> so it's just yeah. in my heart, in my heart, and I know people think like this is all like uh, pre-planned or this and that, but like it definitely wasn't. I I just knew in my heart that I was liked by this, by the crew and I was what they were looking for that season because I was playing this, the straight boy next door. And then the, the solo audition, I came, you know, I kind of came out as the, yeah, uh, during your song. yeah. So I kind of was, it was like, Ooh, surprise producers. I'm the gay boy next door. <laughs> Good luck. And, and they, you know, I, I did well vocally that round. So, they knew it was dramatic enough to air, and if they cut me that round, I'm sure they would have gotten bad stuff with that. You know, because the people that they cut at that round are like, "Oh, okay, girl, you fucked up. Like, <laughs> you're you're gonna get cut." Yeah. So Keith, at that I round, get... like, I, <laughs> I didn't do too bad. I gotta so know what was the song. The what was the song, the song that they picked that you didn't know? Um. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! It, it better me. be I, burned in your brain after that. After having to do that, I'm never listening to it you again. Guys, <laughs> just gonna block it. You guys are bringing back traumatic events. No, we're not. So, <laughs> I try to, I try to forget this shit. But I will say that I, um, I took Keith to <laughs> karaoke one night. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never forget the the turns. You know, you go to like the drunk bar karaoke where these people are singing. Like, you know, they're they're having a good time. Let's just say it that way. And then Keith gets on there and starts singing, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, this guy can actually sing well." Oh, I'm gonna have to look up your videos <laughs> and listen. It's, to It's kind of like going to the bar with Sugar doing karaoke. Oh, stop it! <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Keith Sugar sings like these old uh, like Christian. I sing country. <laughs> That's not old. Christian. Christian. <laughs> no, they're, they're Christian songs. Um, hey, okay, so uh, well, now we got all that fun stuff out of the way. We want to talk about what you do every day. So, um, so why don't you tell us what your your gig is? What's your what's your job these days? Yeah, so I um, I got for like five years ago. I got really sick during Pride Month, where I was booked to do like all these singing things. And I really, like, messed up my voice. And I, I think I, like, permanently screwed it up. 
So I was like, oh, great. I uh, didn't graduate college. Um, like, <laughs> what, what do I do? You know? Um, so I, I, I played, um, some sport, you know, I played sports all my life. I've definitely super been involved in sports forever. And I guess it's something of like a career path that like, I didn't even know. It was kind of like my college in a weird sense for, for years of knowing, you know, knowing the sport and knowing how to run a sport. Um, and so now I started, um, a league for our community. Um, that is, that first started out, I wanted to make, I love kickball, kickball. You, y'all might be like, oh, kickball. I play that in third grade. <laughs> you know, this is a joke. And kickball for me, like I, I played in a league and it, the, the thing was, it, it was a joke. Um, we paid all this money. We got nothing in return. Like it was, it was so bad. And I was like, this is really, really bad. <laughs> I got to like save this sport because I played soccer forever and I played baseball forever. And that's what kickball is kind of a combination of. And I'm like, I got to just make this better. So that's what I, I did. I, I moved to, um, to Texas and I started April 7, 2017. And in four years we have, um, over 25,000 players. I'm in over like 30 cities. I'm losing my damn mind. Um, but, but so, you know what? Do, doing this is bringing so many more people together. I mean, just today, literally today, um, we just had like a little improv kickball turn, uh, sorry, cornhole tournament because our kickball game got rained out. And, you know, I put these two people together and it's, and like, they didn't, they didn't know each other beforehand. And now, you know, they're talking at the bar. They're, they're, they probably would have never met if it wasn't for this. And something like that, just like, it's so fulfilling. And through all the stress and all the, you know, it's a gay stuff. So it's like all the drama, you know, all the <laughs> everything, all the everything. It's so worth it to see people that I know probably wouldn't have met. Or wouldn't have connected because it's hard to meet at a bar. I would literally, if you see me out, if anybody sees me out, hopefully y'all post a picture of me because, you know, it's just audio right now. Um, but like, I will never talk to anybody at a bar. I'm too shy. Like, I just can't do it. But through our league, like, we all have our same shirts on, and it's such an easy icebreaker to go like, "How are your games today? Like, what team are you on?" It's such a not awkward, easy way to meet to make friends i'm definitely about equality and i guess maybe the Bears community has molded me into this where um i you know i'm i'm definitely about equality and and when we go into the bar and we all have our same shirts on like we know we're a part of something and i feel like that's a big thing for the gay community is is feeling like we belong so you know part of your registration is you get the shirt and when you come to the bar afterwards you get to know who else is in the league and you get to bond with them. And it's, it's, it's so much more about the sport. It's uh, the after party. I mean, at least for me, I don't play because I organize everything, but going to the bar afterwards and getting to meet people and hear their story. It's so, 
it really, that's like the thing that keeps me going. Um, not to get super sensitive and intimate right now, but the stories that have been told to me, like people have really been on the, the last, you know, strand of their life. Yeah. And have been thinking about doing things. And this was like their last chance to like try. Yeah, to get and, out and meet somebody. Oh my God. Connect, We're a connect, with, <laughs> connect with other people. Yeah. Um, I think awesome. we definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like we definitely understand. I mean, Sugar played rugby uh, for a while, and then we both manage a softball team here in Portland. And so we definitely feel like the bring people together, being part of something like social, but also have like a common interest or common, you know, something that kind of brings it together. And then it kind of goes off from there. Like the people that you meet, you can, you know, whether it's at a bar, you can hang out later or whatever. But it's like you said, Keith, it's the bringing of people together and feeling like you belong to something because for so long, a lot of gay people, I won't say all gay people, you were not a part. You always felt so different. You were, you know, people didn't include you in things because you were different and you could never have that connection with anyone. But then when you can bridge that gap for people like you're doing and you can bring these people together with these people who have never had anybody and you bring them together, that's a great thing because when you are when you realize that there is a community out there for you, it makes a huge difference and you really start living your life at that point. Yeah. And uh, so Pride Sports USA started off, uh, well, the, it rebranded to Pride Sports USA, right? It, uh, how long ago did it? Yeah, we we were we were a couple of different names, you know. That, that's part of growing up as a company. You get to to learn and and to to find a name that's more inclusive to everybody. So that's why we have become Pride Sports USA. <laughs> yeah, so it started off with like just kickball and and another. What was the second sport you kind of started doing? Yeah, so we we didn't know what to do when it was too hot in the summer to kickball and too cold in the winter to play kickball. So we were like, let's do dodgeball. And then volleyball got added, and cornhole got added, and like football, and softball, and soccer, and I could go on for ten minutes with all the sports that I'm losing my mind <laughs> over. So the best way to so know, yeah, the, the best way for someone to know, you know, what sport and what you know league or tournaments they have is to go to your website. Is that is that right? Yeah. So Pride Sports USA. Don't forget the USA.com. Um, that is our website, which you can click on the tab that says leagues and you can see all of our too many cities that we're in, <laughs> that we're in and, and you can, um, can sign up for a league. And if you, um, if we don't have a league there yet, um, I'm definitely, I'm so about expanding. If people want to have something in a city and we're not there yet, like my, I, go all out to bring people together so send me an email at info at pridesportsusa.com and we'll sit chat and make it happen because i make it happen because is that is that how some of the how did you pick some of these cities and to do certain sports or whatever was it just it people messaging you saying hey we want this or why not this or was it you just kind of like seeing where there was a gap maybe in the in the need for yeah i i just go you know, like when I first started a couple of years ago, I was like, Dallas doesn't have a gay kickball league and Austin doesn't have this and 
Houston doesn't have it, and this city doesn't have it, and all these cities don't have it. Like, I'm going to make it happen. And, I mean, it just doesn't – for everybody else, for all the players, I guess I want to be, like, really transparent. Like, for the players, it looks like it just, just happened. But what really happens behind the scenes is I'm working my ass off <laughs> yeah. to make sure that all these, like, 100 players that are all new to a city and don't know anybody and are all random people – that they, you know, have a place to go and that and that has happened. So a lot of work goes into it um, behind the scenes. But but yeah, I just pick a city and I'm like, there's a lot of gays there. We gotta we gotta get these people playing some kickball, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and would you say like when you go to these cities, is it different people that have different skill levels? I mean, like people that have never played sports, are they comfortable coming out to the to play in these as well? Yes. As the owner, I am. We have a zero tolerance for any negativity or bullying or any other shit that we grew up in high school. We're not dealing with that. We're going to be supportive. If you're competitive, great. Um, when we have enough people to have divisions, we'll have divisions. But in the meantime, you're going to be supportive of everybody that's there. If you're not athletic, great we're going to be supportive of you and teach you things and help you try to get better and to learn things but i i am so about i'm so about the fact that this is that now i have learned because you know i started off like i want to make kickball great but this has really turned into oh kickball secondary this is about building a community that is supportive of each other so that is above all else so any anybody that's against that, possibly to you out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, so, do you need to, uh, you know, find a team before you can play, or if I just want to play, yeah. do how does that work? No, you can sign up by yourself. You can sign up if you have you and your partner or you and your best girlfriend want to sign up. You guys can sign up together as a small group. However, y'all want to sign up. We make it work. And then you kind of like, for me. and then you guys will kind of, <laughs> yeah, you'll try to match people up with, you know, to complete a team or whatever. Of course. Yep. 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 But we definitely ask everybody to, to try to bring a friend because, you know, for example, our next city, what's our next city? Uh, Madison, Wisconsin. So like, I've literally never been to that state <laughs> and I don't know a single. So I'm, you know, it's, it's the same story as, every single other city I have opened and it's tough when I have to recruit a hundred people, but it's really easy if I can recruit a hundred people and everybody can just get like one person. And then there we go. We got a, we got 200 people easy as that. That's awesome. Um, so we definitely ask everybody to get somebody, but I get a lot of people that are new to town and they are joining to make a friend. Yeah. And that of course is fine. Absolutely great. Okay, cool. All right, so again, uh, the website is pridesportsusa.com. Just go there. You can uh, check out the cities, and maybe if there's some there's some cities where it's a tournament or something, so maybe you're in for a little uh, road trip or weekend getaway to play uh, cornhole in Dallas or something. I don't know. But uh, they, 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 <laughs> they could find out that info um, on there as well. We might have to talk to you about yeah, coming out here to Portland to um, maybe start a league. Yeah, I'm all about it. We got to get you out here to visit. I mean, um, I've only met you over the radio, so I mean, this, uh, so we got to see what's going on. I mean, you've already asked us to post a picture of you, so 
Anything like else you need us to we're post? We're dating uh, out for dating. you there, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we we we, uh, we we really appreciate your time, Keith. Um, thank you so much for uh, yeah coming on, and hopefully uh, a few people will uh, check out Pride Sports and um, in their uh, neck of the woods and see how and find something that they like. I mean, there's all kinds of different skill level. I mean, to play cornhole, I mean, literally you just have to throw the beanbag. So it's not like it uh, requires a ton of athletic background i don't nick i've seen you pitch before in softball it's not very good <laughs> Ouch. hey it got us through a season all right, right. <laughs> sorry i'm sorry keith you said yeah. we couldn't make fun of each other i'm sorry no not acceptable <laughs> no we we, yeah that, and that's why we do all these different types of sport because we you know i in cornhole for example we we have we have a group of older ladies that play that can you know they can't play kickball or, or dodgeball but they get to be a part of our community and play a sport that they can totally do. So that's, I mean, yeah, I'm, it just warms my little heart. Oh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> hey, so all the, all the links will be in the description below. So just uh, flip down on your phone or wherever you're listening uh, to the podcast, you'll see the links to uh, pridesportsusa.com, their social and their website. And uh, maybe even a picture of Keith if we can figure out how to get his dating app up or something. Well, you can just submit Did one, you, Keith. We'll uh, go ahead and get it filtered. Oh, yeah. Get every effect you want on it and send it to us. We'll put it out there, okay? Yeah, give me a good filter. Give me a good filter, please, please, please. <laughs> oh, we'll make you look good. We got you. Thank you. All right. Thank, uh, thank you so much for having me today. Awesome. Yeah, yeah thank thanks, you. Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening to The Bear Takedown alongside my good friend Sugar, my friend Keith. I'm Nick. We'll see you next time on the Bear Takedown. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.